Hello, I'm the Nostalgia Critic. I remember it so you don't have to. Jurassic Park. What can you say about it? It's a classic story of science screwing with nature. Sort of a monster movie meets family adventure, Jurassic Park introduced groundbreaking effects, heart-stopping action scenes, and continues to be Steven Spielberg's highest-grossing film. So as you can imagine, there was a lot of hype for Steven Spielberg to do another movie. Hey, you know what, Mr. Spielberg, before you even knew what you had, you patented it, you packaged it, you slapped on a plastic lunchbox, and now you're selling it, you're selling it. Well, Lost World. Talk about a letdown sequel. This movie is sort of like a mix between Congo and the biggest whiners at PETA. The characters are idiots, the story's absurd, the effects aren't as good as the first movie. So what's the point in seeing it? For you, none. For me, I'm a glutton for fucking punishment. So, let us sink our teeth into the Lost World. So we start off on a different island where a family on their yacht is spending their vacation. Oh, rich people in a monster movie? Well, I'm sure this is gonna end fine for them. Uh, what little girl is this? Any real child would take a look at that little green monster and go, Happy darling, lunch is ready. <laughs> it certainly is. Happy. And now for comedically over the top scream in three, two, one. Seriously, what woman, especially seeing her daughter getting eaten, would take the time to raise her arms in the air and throw them down? You do that while telling a joke! Ah! The aristocrats! And then we cut to this. Ah! Was the movie trying to make us think she was screaming at Jeff Goldblum? Granted, I would scream at that too, but that's kind of a confused joke. That's, that's chaos, dude. So we see our main character, Ian Malcolm. Oh, fuck it, let's just call him Jeff Goldblum, because we all know that's who he's really playing. He drops by the house of John Hammond, played again by Richard Attenborough, as we see some other familiar faces. The two little kids from the first movie. Hello, Dr. Malcolm. Oh, kids, kids. So great to see you. It's so great to see you. What are you doing here? A very brief cameo. Me too. We're then approached by men in suits. Ooh, they must be the villains. They're led by Hammond's nephew named Peter, who is not happy as Malcolm was the only one of the survivors who broke the non-disclosure agreement and told everybody about the island. Wait a minute, so Dr. Grant never told anybody? Dr. Sadler? Hammond? The kids? What's wrong with these people? There's fucking dinosaurs loose! How come the only person who tells anybody about it is the one nutball who obviously nobody's gonna believe? You signed a non-disclosure agreement before you went to the island that expressly forbade you from discussing anything you saw. You Initial violated please. that agreement. Yeah, I did, and you lied. You twisted the facts surrounding the deaths of three people. Three? Well, that's great. A fucking scientist who can't count. Why did nobody believe him when he said there were dinosaurs again? That's, that's chaos, dude. Speaking of which, it looks like there's another island with dinosaurs on it that Hammond wants Goldblum and a team of people to observe. This was called Site B, a site they had to leave because of a hurricane, and so all the animals have been roaming free for the past four years. What happened to the first island, you might ask? It disappeared into the void like the rest of the plot holes you'll see in this film. Okay, so there's another island with dinosaurs, no fences this time, 
and you want to send people in, very few people, on the ground. Okay, okay, if I'm gonna continue on with this review, I have got to get my Jeff Goldblum impression down. So, to help out with that, we're over now, Jeff Goldblum impression is Rob. Ah, ah, hello, uh, welcome to the Jeff Goldblum Hour. Uh, you see, the secret to doing the, uh, perfect, uh, Jeff Goldblum is to, uh, insert ahs, ands, and, uh, buts in, in every, every sentence. Uh, secret, uh, is to, uh, never complete, complete a full sentence without going ah uh, or but, 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 there's, there's more to this, you see, for the secret to doing Jeff Goldblum is to put the accent on the wrong words. Words, words, that's uh, that's a secret there. So when you want to say a statement, statement, that is uh, uh, the secret to doing a Jeff Goldblum. And uh, well, uh, there it is, is. So Hammond tells Goldblum that his nephew wants to exploit Site B and bring the dinosaurs to a park in America. And of course, he wants Goldblum to go in and preserve the animals. Public opinion is the one thing that I can use to preserve it, but in order to rally that kind of support, I need a complete photo record of those animals alive and in their natural habitat. And seeing how you were almost eaten by half of them, I figure you'd be the perfect person to protect them. Goldblum, of course, says no, but Hammond threatens that if he doesn't, he'll never see his girlfriend again! <laughs> you didn't contact Sarah. Paleontological behavior study is a brand new field, and Sarah Harding is on that frontier. You sent my girlfriend to this island alone? How the hell do you go on a trip to an abandoned island filled with dinosaurs and not tell your boyfriend? I guess, like most women, she just wanted to get as far away from Jeff Goldblum as possible. It's not a research expedition anymore. It's a rescue operation, and it's leaving right now. Oh, did I put on the soundtrack to the first Jurassic Park again? So Goldblum goes and gets his team together, including Vin Vaughn! Yay! Oh wait, he's, uh, not in the company. We also come across Kelly, Goldblum's only daughter. Wait a minute, one daughter? Get any kids. Me? Oh, oh, hell yeah, three. I love kids. What's with this idiot in numbers? What, first how many people die, now how many kids he has? I mean, what the fuck's wrong with you? I, uh, I can't read or write. Good for you. It turns out Kelly is sad because, big shock, Jeff Goldblum's not that hot a father. Uh, you know, sweetie, I, I know we've had some hard going, but I feel like in the last couple of years we've really kind of started to work things out. Hasn't it been better? Yeah, but I want you to crack on me a little bit, ground me or something, send me my room. You never do any of that stuff. What kid is this? Yeah, because if there's anything children complain the most about, it's not getting punished enough. You got your, your uh, gymnastics competition, you've been training for that for months. You like to have kids, but you just don't want to be with them, do you? Hey, I'm not the one who uh, dumped you here and split for Paris, so don't take it out on me. Nice parroting there, Goldblum. Why don't you bring up her aborted brother while you're at it? So the team makes it to the island in search of Sarah, only to find that her bag is left behind. Wow, even his dreams for his possibly dead girlfriend sound disinterested. Sarah! It's like one of his various uhs got in the way of that line. Sarah, ah! They then come across a couple of stegosauruses and marvel in wonder. Yikes. Wow. And yeah, don't get used to this whole enchanting thing, by the way. There's very little of it in this movie. And eventually, they do come across Sarah, played by Julianne Moore. Wait, wait. 
Stay there, be quiet. <laughs> you just asked the impossible from Jeff Goldblum. Stay there and be quiet. Can't be done. We see she finds an E.T. knockoff and decides she wants to pet it. But the parents see her and charge in an angry rage. This, of course, results in a thrilling... anticlimax. But it turns out there's bigger things to worry about, like Goldblum's daughter sneaking on board the trip. Kelly, Kelly, what are you doing? No, 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 hey, 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 don't go out there. It's not safe. Stay in here. You guys should definitely go. But I'm gonna stay. I love you. I just don't need you right now. I'll tell you what you need, uh, a good antipsychotic. You know, in the first Jurassic Park, they at least tried to set up some character and interesting conversation. Here, it just feels like filler until the fucking T-Rex gets there. In fact, let's play a game. A little game I like to call... Try to be invested! Just listen to this conversation and honestly act like you give a crap. Seriously, just try to be interested. So listen, when you're out in the field, nothing we can do can leave any room for people to say that our findings uh, are I'd contaminated. Once the research or your loved one, give a chance to say goodbye. Okay? We leave no or sense Eddie, of any kind, no insect of any kind. No hair you know, tonic, no cologne. I'll be in there. So all our food plastic bags. Our presence needs to be 100% antiseptic. If we. Oh, fucking! Can I just see the lawyer getting eaten again? God, that's awesome. Can I just watch that for two hours? But they hear a noise in the distance. A horrible, terrible sound. What could it possibly be? Man. Yes, man. Man would sodomize your hamster if he could with a... Okay, okay, we know the drill. Just see who these guys are. Oh, it's that Peter jerk again. And this time he's accompanied by another Peter, Pete Pothelthwaite, and his killer cheekbones, as they try to hunt down some dinosaurs for their zoo in America. Really? You hire people to hunt dinosaurs who don't even know the names of the dinosaurs? Why would you go hunting with a person who doesn't even know the name of the animal you're hunting? Oh, it's big, it's got antlers, it's, uh, it's got these really big hooves. A lion? Yeah! So our heroes look over the horror of what they're seeing, and they let it all sink in. <gasps> what have we become? After all, we're going after innocent creatures like this. <laughs> or this. <laughs> or even adorable this. Truly, we are the savage animals! So the two Peters come across a baby Tyrannosaurus and trap it in order to capture the mother. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, how douchey is this? Oh, this is incredibly douchey. This is like Hitler douchey, no doubt about it. But luckily, Vince Vaughn is loading up and ready for action! Hammond told me these people might show up. I thought we'd be finished by the time they got started, but in case they weren't, he did send a backup plan. What backup plan? Me. <laughs> he never uses a weapon in this movie. But to be fair, Vince Vaughn is no stranger to tough situations. What, a hot older woman made you feel her cans? Stop crying like a little girl. What'd you do with them? You play the motorboat? <laughs> you motorboat son of a bitch, you old sailor, you! So, like friggin' idiots, they let all the dinosaurs out of their cages. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it, they run amok. 
God they released all those animals. Now absolutely no human beings will be horribly injured at all. Ajay, look out! Jump! By the way, what dinosaur could literally throw a car into a tree? What is this, the Babe Ruthosaurus? And if you think that was stupid of our heroes, take a gander at this. They find the baby T-Rex and bring him to the trailer! Are you guys fucking morons?! Why don't you just write eat me all over you?! Uh, uh, there it is, there's the fracture right above the epiphysis. Other animals are gonna hear this. Dad, I gotta get out of here, please. I wanna get out of here. I wanna go see Christine. Yes, listen to the girl! She's the only one who knows what she's talking about. In fact, let's start taking bets about who's gonna die in this movie. You got annoying blabbermouth Jeff Goldblum, idiot scientist Julianne Moore, not such a badass badass Vince Vaughn, or pudgy doughy guy who's only had eight lines. Tell me, folks, who do you think is gonna die? Let me emphasize that this is who you think is gonna die, not who you wish was going to die. There you go. So Goldblum gets his daughter to safety, but they hear the T-Rex in the distance. So he tries to call them to let them know the T-Rex is getting closer. We have no idea what his metabolism is. We'll kill him with too much. We'll put him into respiratory arrest. Nick, I need your hand here. You know what? They deserve to die. No, really, let them rot. Goldblum said it himself. Nature is selecting them for extinction. As far as I'm concerned, they're T-Rex. Ciao. Dad, please stay here. Dad. I'm coming right back. I give you my word. But you never keep your word. Huh, you got a point. Well, later, bitch. I'm Batman. So, of course, Goldblum arrives just in time to recreate the T-Rex reigning scene from the first movie. Mommy's very angry. Don't move. Their eyesight's based on who's expendable. This isn't hunting behavior, Ian. They came for their infants. Well, well done! Jesus Christ, we have a ranting scientist who can't count, an idiot scientist who kidnaps baby T-Rexes, and a dumbass hunter who lets dangerous beasts go. Is the black girl the only one who has a brain in this movie? So they let the baby T-Rex out, and everything seems to be okay. But wouldn't you know it, T-Rexes are vengeful now, as they come back and try to shove the trailer off the cliff. They try to break the windows open to get out, but they just won't budge. Thus, the trailer is knocked over the side and hanging by a thread. Hang on to something! Hang on to something! Do something! Do something! Do something! Sarah! No, you mean Sarah! Sarah! minute a second ago they couldn't get the glass open now the slightest bit of pressure is gonna bust it this trailer's as reliable as a bp pipe <laughs> they managed to grab her in time as doughy guy comes in to save the day oh come on he just put his hand on the shattered glass who makes these fucking windows who's hurt what do you need we need rope rope what oh anything else yeah Three double cheeseburgers with everything. No onions on mine. I don't know, we'll turn it over. You know, I'm not gonna rescue you if you're not gonna take this seriously. Okay, so his one Jeep somehow manages to pull up two trailers. Yeah, you figure that one out. When guess who returns? Now tell me, why the hell did these two come back? Did they just want to make sure they were still hanging there? Maybe instead of just leaving them on a cliff, they were like, Oh yeah, we're dinosaurs! Let's fucking eat something! Oh, uh, hey, is that mommy? I is she angry? 
You might still have a chance if she's not very angry. So the guy gets eaten, and watch this. Both trailers fall right through them, not damaging one fucking hair on their heads. I haven't been impressed with such incredible luck since the pipe scene from Twister. Some people have all the contrived conveniences, don't they? That's, that's chaos, dude. So the hunters find our heroes and manage to pull them out. I'd just like to point out it was mean, terrible man who helped you out of that incident, while those harmless dinosaurs you were trying to protect ate your doughy guy and kicked you off a cliff. By moving the baby Rex into our camp, we may have changed the adult perceived territory. They're what? That's why they persisted in destroying the trailers. And I feel they have to defend this entire area. Again, we'd like to thank our main heroes for tending to the baby and dooming all people on the island. Rex just fed, so he won't stalk us for food. Just fed? I assume you're talking about Eddie? You might show a little respect. The man saved our lives by giving his... You will show respect for our doughy guy. My point is that predators don't hunt when they're not hungry. No, only humans do. Oh, you're breaking our heart! Oh, Jesus, they're still on blaming the humans for everything? Have you ever considered that if you four never showed up, none of these disasters would have happened? They would have gotten the dinosaurs and just put him in a zoo. Oh, no! It's almost like... Pfft, what we do with other animals, you goddamn little tree hugger! Let's get this movable feast underway. So they journey to the only control tower where they can possibly make contact. Making friends with Ahab, huh? So, you gonna be in the remake of Psycho? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Fucking agent. On the bright side, maybe we can tell William H. Macy not to be in any of these Jurassic Park movies. So as they take a break, one of the hunters, played by Peter Stormare, gets attacked by the Saurus because he attacked them earlier. The other hunters forget about him almost as fast as the audience does. But later that evening, they hear something going bump in the night. It turns out it's the T-Rex because he smells the blood on Julianne Moore's jacket. Interesting, they said before his eyesight's based on movement, but now he operates by smell. Kinda weird, you would think he would smell Dr. Grant and the girl in the first movie, seeing how his nose was right in front of them. But hey, their ancestor's a mosquito, I'm sure their genes got fucked up somewhere. So of course everyone starts fleeing in fear and the T-Rex tries to catch up with them. Again, kinda weird! In the first movie, the T-Rex was fast enough to catch up with a Jeep. In this movie, he's struggling to keep up with a large crowd of people. In fact, did Dr. Hammond in the first film say... Well, we clocked the T-Rex to 32 miles an hour. Oh well, I guess this one has a disadvantage from the other film, seeing how this one was not kept in captivity, has been hunting in the wild for four years. I guess that would slow any dinosaur down. Again, mosquitoes! The genetics must be crazy! That's, that's chaos, dude. Oh my god, a snake! Is there anything worse than a snake? Oh yeah, the giant tyrannosaur is waiting for me outside! So while the T-Rex is eating the snake of foam, Jeff Goldblum comes in and helps everybody escape. Only to be attacked by Big Shock. More dinosaurs! Go. As fast as you can. Okay, how many lines does Jeff Goldblum whisper in this movie? Mommy's very angry. Hang on, this is gonna be bad. Kill. Kelly. Go. I mean, what's the point, anyway? 
ah, ah, critic, see, that's another way to do a perfect Jeff Goldblum is, uh, what you got, Kings of the you gotta whisper, whisper, and uh, this is perfect for the trailer, because this is trailer fuel, because when you get down deep and whisper, it makes it sound like you're saying something really important when really you're just rambling, because you're Jeff Goldblum. And uh, to demonstrate here, I'm gonna use this uh, glass of water, and uh, yes, now we'll just take the water here and uh, drop that there, and oh, look, look, the water went a different direction than it did the first time. Oh, do you know why that is? Because tiny little fibers and uh, micro vesicles um, and little lines in your hand, I uh, guarantee it will go a different direction every time. And that, that is the essence of chaos. And when you have chaos, Critic, do you know what you have? You know what you got? Huh, Critic? Huh? 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 What? Checkmate. All right, enough of you! Back to the movie! Checkmate. Shut up! Okay, so while the rest of them try to outrun the raptors, Vince Vaughn gets away and makes it to the tower, trying to radio for help. Meanwhile, the raptors attack, and Goldblum's gang tries to get away from them. No, don't you remember? They can open doors! And that too. He manages to hide in the building with the other two, but they get trapped on the second floor. Kelly, don't! It's too cliched and too contrived! Yes, folks, she's using her flips and kicks from her gymnastics class to save the day. Yeah, you think that's bad enough, but listen to this. that the raptor actually turns when she says, hey you. I mean, Jesus, he actually fell for that? I thought these things were supposed to be super intelligent and the move that gets the drop on them is, hey you? Hey you! Yes? What else do you think these morons would fall for? Hey, look over there! Oh no, no, oh, I can't believe I fell for that. I can figure out how to open a door, but not when I'm being had. Oh god, I'm a bad raptor, I'm a bad, bad raptor. They finally get away when the chopper that Vince Vaughn called finally arrives. But Pothelthwaite still wants to take care of that darn T-Rex. Well, that's one souvenir they won't be taking with them. is, and you're honestly going to take away their only means of defending themselves? Jesus! All you ever do is wave your finger at how people are going to get killed, and yet you're constantly getting people killed! Fuck's wrong with you? You're terrible heroes, all of you! You deserve to be shot! I guess in the long run it doesn't matter because they still capture the T-Rex anyway and bring him to San Diego. But the ship crashes into the docks as it seems the T-Rex got out of his cage, ate the crew, and somehow locked himself back in the cage. Where's the crew? All over the place. Look at this, don't you love it how the T-Rex ripped a guy from his hand and yet somehow didn't damage any other part of the room? Consider an animal, isn't he? Well, of course, some dumbass presses the button and accidentally lets the T-Rex go, allowing the monster to run amok all throughout San Diego. Now you're John Hammond. That's right. Now you're John Hammond.
didn't even know we were supposed to hate him by this point, but ooh, I hate him now! So the T-Rex roams the neighborhood and searches for water. That's nothing. You should see Susie next door. Oh look, even Boomer makes a cameo in this movie. There's a dinosaur in our backyard. Yes, but... What about Boomer? Boomer will own. Um... We'll get you another Boomer. So Goldblum and Moore go to find the baby T-Rex as a means to lure the father back to the boat. Hey, what the hell you think you're doing? I'm taking a kid. You really want to stop us? Shoot us. No, they just let him drive away, of course, because, you know, it's not like it's their job to stop him or anything. And we see the T-Rex ripping the city a new one. Wait a minute, King Lear starring Arnold Schwarzenegger? Why the hell aren't I watching that movie? You go back and start again, film. I want to see Arnold! So they lure the T-Rex back with the baby, he eats that Peter bad guy, and they finally seal him back in the boat. And thus we get our last minute moral from the evil John Hammond. Oh, I hate him so much, I hate him so much. Oh wait, the music's indicating we like him now. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life will find a way. Dum 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 dum. This was dum 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 dum. This film was so fucking dum dum. Dum 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 dum. Terrible follow-up to a kick-ass movie! I'm not gonna act like the first film was perfect, but it was a basic fun survival flick. This? This just seems phoned in. The characters are forgettable when they're not incredibly stupid, the story is unbelievably forced, and the whole animal rights thing really backfires when the people trying to promote it are constantly making things worse! There's no sense of wonder, no sense of adventure, it's just set-up scenes for the dinosaurs to walk in and destroy. That's it! It's a bad sequel, plain and simple. The only good thing to come out of this is maybe someone will possibly get the idea to film King Lear with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And when the highlight of a movie is another movie that doesn't exist, that's a bad sign. I'm the Nostalgia Critic, I remember it, so you don't have to. There were supposed to be uh, dinosaurs, dinosaurs in this dinosaur review, right? Hello? Hello? <gasps> yes? That's, that's chaos, dude.